0: So you don't have to
1: wear masks anymore. <laughs> that's the takeaway, right?
0: Uh in in certain settings, outdoors. Oh, I guess indoors if you have the yeah, vaccine. Indoors. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't I really process that news yesterday.
1: I know. It's uh surprising that they're uh that they I don't know, pushing this uh I'm surpri- I'm surprised that they came out with such a strong statement. Mm-hmm. But uh it's it's good. I mean, it's it's also interesting cuz like you know, I guess it makes sense for some of these guidelines to be made, like, in the context of the current, like, case COVID, COVID rates in the country. But, like, you know, really, they probably could have been saying this all along uh, since all of their new policies apply only to fully vaccinated people. And, uh, you know, you probably uh, it feels like the main reason they're doing this is to try to incentivize people to start, you know, to get the vaccine who
0: aren't getting it currently for whatever reason. That's interesting, but there's also no way to tell if somebody has gotten the vaccine or not, so right. I don't know if it incentivizes getting the vaccine or just incentivizes lying mm, that's a that's a valid point yeah well it's
1: it's a weird scenario where like you know there's already indoor dining like maskless indoor dining mm-hmm. here in Boston even yeah. th- and it's been bizarre seeing that even though like everyone wears a mask outside like almost to a person um this is still true even like now it's like a week and a half after the, the massachusetts mask mandate's been lifted mm-hmm. and so i've been like not wearing a mask outside because i i don't know I, up until a month ago i've been living in places where that wasn't really a thing um everyone just like you know assumed that you didn't really have to wear one outside right um in like you know in washington state and in utah and you know i think that's probably generally that's probably true um, yeah,
0: it feels, feels like the outdoor definitely makes sense to have the mask off, especially with the vaccine. Yeah. And indoors, I feel like, yes, soon, but I feel like they've always lifted the restrictions just a touch too early at every step along the way. So mm-hmm. I hope that isn't true here. I mean, yeah. I guess really the only thing, the only concern really is the, of people that don't have the vaccine, just like saying... You know, not having a mask on, spreading it to other people who also don't have the vaccine. Yep. Yeah. We had a bit of a, there was a bit of a
1: COVID uh, super spreader event in like a a friend group that I'm like, you know, have two degrees of separation from where a bunch of them had just gotten their first dose of the vaccine a couple of weeks ago. And then they all like had a party together and oh. then they all got COVID. Oh, geez. Uh, just like, you know, two days after getting their first dose of the vaccine to have gotten so far into covid uh to even even gotten your first dose and then to uh to get it would just be uh <laughs> it's just hilarious i don't know
0: that is ridiculous highly unfortunate stuff yeah so what's an news? well you can't buy a tesla with bitcoin anymore what a catastrophe well not for the pump and dump scheme that tesla successfully executed on <laughs> on bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> I mean this is pretty insane it the news wiped out 365 billion dollars of crypto it's pretty
1: astonishing do you know how in terms of percentage how uh far the Bitcoin price went down uh 10 percent uh 10 okay so 10 point6 percent that is truly wild I mean it's wild that How big the cryptocurrency market is as a whole right now 2.4 trillion, something like that. Uh, oh, I see that was before Tesla wiped off all 365 (laughs) billion and brought it down to a little over 2 trillion. But, uh, man, these are some insanely big numbers. And to think that Tesla had given it that much legitimacy is pretty astonishing. I feel like every new piece of news of Elon Musk related crypto news, uh, it's just more and more terrifying at how much he is solely responsible
0: for the legitimacy of this. Yeah. I mean, I, it is interesting. I didn't really think about how big Tesla is as if you look at the company, it's like in terms of market size, it was by far the biggest company that you could buy stuff using crypto, right? It's like the fourth biggest company in the world or something top, top five. And like, you can't, you can't like buy an iPhone with crypto but you can buy a tesla (laughs) well not anymore but you could yeah so it's pretty crazy that it was like definitely the largest company dealing with crypto at any at any scale and then they just backed out and the crazy thing is he backed out for knowledge that was completely obvious long before they started doing it i don't it's really weird like what new information did he learn did he really not had he really not heard about the energy usage uh with with bitcoin mining
1: i really think it's one of those things it's like like i it's only comparatively recently where it became like the top comment of every bitcoin related thing is like this is like astonishingly bad for the environment like it's it's after it's because of this recent price uh like spike is that there's so much more mining happening now and so the amount like uh as a result there's so much you know more of an environmental impact since the amount of mining's gone up by like an order of magnitude, maybe two, um, as the price has gone higher. So I feel like, hmm. you know, it's not just about the underlying technology; it's about just like the sheer magnitude. You know, now that it's like, you know, all of like the amount of uh, resources going towards Bitcoin mining is like, you know, equivalent to the GDP of Argentina or whatever it is. That was right. that was a few weeks ago. It's probably we're probably up to Brazil now. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I do but, think it, it's become more of a politicized, for lack of a better term, issue um, in recent months.
0: Okay, I think that's fair, but also, but the Tesla thing was in recent months, right? Like, I feel like he still could have known. Like, I feel like that was the news that, when they did it. Everybody was like, whoa, wait a minute. This is not great for the environment. Uh,
1: let's see here. So Tesla bought that $1.5 billion in Bitcoin in February okay and yeah you're right that was that was right at the that was right after you know it was actually a it kind of seemed to kick off some of this recent price spike it went up from like 34,000 to like 47,000 the week where that that news broke and it's been hovering now at about 55,000 or 60,000 uh, in you know wow. since then basically mm. and until yesterday <laughs> but yeah you're right that was that was definitely that narrative had already very much been established by the time Tesla announced all this. Um, though Tesla's this is about them, you know, buying Bitcoin as an investment, but not necessarily uh, the, you know, them accepting Bitcoin as payment, which I think might be a longer-standing policy.
0: Um, I don't think by much. I think it's about the same. Oh, you're right. It's the same. It was the same announcement. Yeah. So
1: then it's just the pump and dump scheme. All right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I yield.
0: <laughs> I well mean, I. Me <laughs> I don't actually know like I don't really think that he was like you know how I'm gonna make a bunch of money <laughs> <laughs> but it it just is weird like the like to like actually think through like he came up with this idea a bunch of people probably told him you know there's some serious environmental impacts and he's like no no this is a good idea let's try it I get like this is what I imagine. And then it got more blowback than he was expecting. Or somebody finally Mm -hmm. showed him a chart that showed him the energy usage or something. I don't It's like, it's hard to get a sense of, yeah.
1: They were like, Elon, I don't know if you remember this, but this is an electric car company. And part of the appeal to most of our target market (laughs) is that we're environmentally friendly. And this is entirely (laughs) counter to everything. Right. And so uh, they finally got through to him. Better late than never, I suppose. I guess and uh it's i like that it's kind of conditional where it's we're going to stop accepting it until bitcoin switches to a more eco-friendly mining strategy mm-hmm. something that isn't based on proof of work so now there's just immense pressure on the core bitcoin team to switch to proof of stake or whatever they're trying to do yeah did you hear about this in-air collision that happened a couple of no. days ago what happened this was wild there was a uh a kind of, like, small passenger plane, something that can hold about two people, uh, or, sorry, 20 people, uh, that collided in midair uh, while it was landing with a small kind of, like, two-person private, uh, private uh, plane, small private plane. And uh, they were both, you know, landing simultaneously on parallel uh, runways, and this small plane was, like, way off course or something. So, like, they were both flying in the same direction, but the small plane kind of, like, clipped the top of the fuselage of the bigger plane and it just like ripped it (laughs) it just like ripped off the whole top of the fuselage like the plane looks like someone just took a huge bite out of it uh and insanely it like didn't compromise the structural integrity like i can't believe this plane held together but the big plane even though it like looks like there's a huge bite out of it just landed successfully on the runway and then the small plane i think it seems like the uh pilot bailed out and like safely parachuted to the ground and there were no injuries
0: oh my gosh which is truly insane wow
1: but definitely click on the story and look at this photo of the uh of the bigger plane where after was this it landed. uh denver apparently wow uh it looks like the small pilot uh okay they said that he landed with the aid of a parachute or something it looks like the parachute is like I guess these really small planes actually have parachutes uh that like are connected to the plane themselves okay so he actually like like uh launched some sort of like plane parachute you can see photos of both of them and uh this is just insane like i feel like you never hear stories that are like oh yeah there's a there was a plane you know a major midair incident involving a small aircraft and uh yeah everyone walked away and it was fine and uh (laughs) pretty wild stuff Wow, so very lucky.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Uh, in other news, Notion's API whoo, has entered public beta. Very exciting stuff. What as, do you want? what as, should we build with it? As a pretty early Notion user, I have been waiting for this <laughs> Notion API quite literally for years. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's now a meme that in on Hacker News and other places that they're never gonna come out with their API. But it's actually wild how many emails I have where they announce the updates to Notion and every single one says coming soon, API. <laughs> <laughs> years, years, years of this. So yeah. congratulations to the people at Notion for doing it. I have not looked at it at all yet, but I am excited. I am excited. I think it's going to be big.
1: I think uh, it's just a testament to you know the fact that people have waited this long for it to happen. Uh, Without switching to another alternative, uh, is uh, a testament to how much love there is for Notion. Yeah, though I I feel like now, so for starters, the the whole narrative on uh, Hacker News is like, yeah, I can't like I've I've been waiting for this for years, and it's absolutely insane. A lot of people are kind of uh, projecting that, uh, or like guessing, I suppose, that Notion is just like really struggling with technical decisions it made years ago. Since when they were like trying to ship fast, yeah, um, basically people are thinking they just have like crippling technical debt that's making it really hard to move quickly these days. Which uh, I think there's a pretty good chance that that's the case. Yeah. Um, so people apparently all of Notion was until recently running on a single unsharded database, and they recently uh, finally you know implemented it kind of like horizontally scaling uh, database with replication. Wow. Uh, which is, I mean, it's insane that they they were handling. All of this traffic just from a single database that's just like insanely optimized so good for them yeah in some sense though it is pretty insane that that was the case Mm -hmm. mm-hmm well but I do feel like these comments are interesting like everyone you know a lot of the top comments are complaining about notion Uh, at least like the second third and fourth highest upvoted comments and I, I read like all of their complaints like pretty carefully and it's like, it they're incredibly nitpicky. <laughs> like, there's, there's, <laughs> this is the kind of complaint where I'm just like, oh wow, yeah, Notion is actually like totally fine because these are just like they're complaining about how the table of contents is like at a fixed position on the page instead of instead of floating <laughs> with the content, and that's like their number two point. And I'm like, all right, okay, I think uh, you're not wow. going to, you know, win people over to your competing product because table of contents uh floats with the content
0: yeah wow i mean yeah they notion was also getting very slow the past few months like very very slow and they actually did a bunch of work behind the scenes i've been following them on twitter where they talk about this a little bit bunch of work behind the scenes to try to speed it up significantly and they didn't make any announcements about it but they actually have been making a lot of speed improvements Mm -hmm. i think the they got big on tiktok and they're just overwhelmed with traffic notion got big on tiktok oh yeah do you not know about this no oh (laughs) wow it's like the the little section of like aesthetic design tiktok i guess i mean I, i don't know what i'm talking about i don't really use tiktok but people who i think the same category of people who used to post their like work photos on instagram started doing this like productivity hack style stuff on tiktok Mm-hmm. And it got really big because it's very The UI looks really nice and you get the little Emojis and everybody shows off their Templates and how they organize their Notion docs And so okay. it like absolutely exploded on TikTok This is oh my god I Any searched
1: cup? Notion TikTok in the top <laughs> Article is this Verge article TikTok teen's latest passion is Enterprise software Yeah incredible <laughs> headline Unbelievable I, I think I love this yeah i think this is the
0: best story i've ever heard <laughs> okay i've got one more little side one which is did, there's a new book out uh about jeff bezos and amazon Ooh. called amazon unbound and it is the second book that the same author has written about amazon and uh, jeff bezos but in it there is and i haven't read the book obviously yet it just came out but some of the articles and snippets have come out and there is an incredible reveal about hq2 and the decision to move it to new york city in the book it goes that new york city was even a possibility was the result of a decision by bezos to throw out months of careful study which had narrowed down the choices to chicago philadelphia and raleigh and to go instead with his gut (laughs) (laughs) so he had this whole search team working on where to put their headquarters and they they gave him the answers and he just said no let's just do new york city oh my god that's incredible uh i love that that this is how big decisions get made that's deeply troubling is this
1: hmm, is so it is like officially
0: going ahead in new york city is this already launched it's unclear. They had they they pulled it back entirely because New York City got very upset about the incentive thing. Yeah. And then it turns out they're just going to build basically the same size uh, workforce there. They're just not going to call it a headquarters, and they're not going to ask for incentives. Okay.
1: I thought I thought there was something about Arlington, Virginia. You oh yeah, that? it's going to be half. It's, there's going to be one in New York City and one in Virginia. Right. This is what I remembered. Okay. I couldn't remember it. I remember it ending in some very unsatisfactory way after this like long drawn out set of RF, you know, like requests for proposals that was in the news for months. Yeah. And then they just decided to do two. Raleigh. I'm having a hard time imagining Raleigh based on our brief time there. Just seems like it's not a, uh, not much of a vibrant tech hub that you'd
0: want. Um, yeah. I think, I think it's got like a fledgling tech hub, which is why they want to like, I feel like any one of these big companies could, could really like rev it up quite a bit i think um yeah apple just publicly announced uh a couple weeks ago that they're expanding the u.s workforce and there's going to be a lot of jobs in north carolina oh wow okay like manufacturing or is this going to be like design No, i think corporate yeah really
1: Mm -hmm. oh wow interesting so maybe you uh won't
0: live in cupertino for the rest of your life well I, i will not live in cupertino for the rest of my life but that uh that's unrelated to everything, except for what Cupertino's like.